production of WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What does it take to be a smart rural community and how can you leverage that to help your brand? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns with WordSouth and Pioneer, and I'm joined on this episode by Melissa Lanzarakis, who is the marketing manager at Northeast Nebraska Telephone Company. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Andy. So we are here uh, live at the NTCA Sales and Marketing Conference, the kind of epicenter of the uh, broadband marketing world uh, this week. And so if you hear anything in the background, again, like we always say, it's not background noise, it's ambiance. So um, <laughs> we're, we're right here with a lot of folks networking and, and having a good time. So yes. Melissa, thanks for taking the time. I know you got a lot of places to be. Um, but like the beach. You, well, the, <laughs> the beach kidding. being right outside does. Just has, kidding, Andy. I'd much rather be in here with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, what, what you spoke about today, and then, then we'll get into the specifics um, uh, with, with your company. Yeah, well, I spoke on Smart Rural Community, the branding that NTCA has for members, and it's for providers who want to embrace the SRC branding and really use it to pivot themselves to, you know, lawmakers, to customers, to economic development teams, to anybody that could be interested in the brand and the product that we have, which is normally broadband internet. Perfect. So let's talk a little bit specifically um, in NTC when you're how long have you guys been a smart rural community? Tell us a little bit about that process. I know there, there are a lot of folks who listen who have who are also already smart rural communities. But for folks who haven't tried it, give us a rundown on kind of what it took to be named one of yeah. One of those. Well, I am brand new to the SRC um, designation. We just got our designation last fall um, in 2021, and I had first learned about the Smart Rural Community brand when I first started working for the telco in 2017. But it really seemed a lot harder to get the designation years ago. Okay. But now it's gotten, I don't, want, I don't want to say easier, but it's less steps you have to go through to get the designation. Streamlined. And, right. Streamlined. And it's really a good branding to connect your brand with because... The more telcos that do it and are a part of it, the more recognition it gets, especially you know on a national level when you think about the things we're trying to do in DC and that sort of thing. It's good to be part of that connection of being a smart rural community. Absolutely. And, and it's, a, it's a program we've talked to the NTCA folks about before. and. Um, uh, have, have, you know, I think they've been very smart about kind of rolling that out and deploying that. So once you guys got it, um, I know sometimes folks celebrate and make it a big deal. Sometimes in the middle of a pandemic, you can't do quite everything you'd like to. But what, what kind of things did y'all do as soon as, as soon as you got it to kind of start getting the word out? Well, I put it in the newsletter right away, put it in the email blast right sure. away. And then I kind of sat on it a little bit. I'll be honest. I'm okay. a one-person marketing sure. per team. As you right. say, I'm one-person team. There's sure. no I in team, right? <laughs> but sometimes and, right. there's a me. Right. And so... Um, at the beginning of this year, I set out the goal to do open houses in half of our communities, and we have about 30 communities. And so I'm going to an open house almost once a month, yeah, some, that's a sometimes lot. more. Yeah. And my RGM said, "Hey, let's let's bring the SRC branding into this. Let, what can we do?" And you know, I thought, okay, I need to do something fast, inexpensive, and easy. Yep. <laughs> Bad yep. as that sounds. No. Um, that's real life. So I came up with this kind of 
recognition award to give the villages that I was visiting. And, you know, it has the award terminology on it, whereas Prague, Nebraska uh, is deemed okay. a smart rural community by okay. the NTCA sort of verbiage. You know, got with the village, presented the award our GM talked about at these open houses, the significance of the SRC designation and why they got it. And then, you know, I sent a press release with a picture and newspapers started picking it up and running it. And the NTCA noticed it on Twitter because um, one of the papers had had it on Twitter. And so that's really where, what I've done thus far besides, you know, putting it in email blast and on posters and things like that. So, yeah. Now you say 30, 30 villages, 30 communities. Paint, paint us a picture. What, what size and what, and what kind of communities are, are we talking about here? Well, all of our communities are probably anywhere from 100 people the, at the very smallest up to about eight, 900. Okay. So fairly small. Yeah. Um, a few of them are pretty close to like Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. So really leveraging the fact that when you're talking about the digital divide and talking about how those communities that are near urban communities, but you wouldn't think have the same, if not better, broadband speeds yeah. than they do in right. urban communities. Really leveraging that and talking about how awesome that is for those communities and how they can, you know, work from home in Prague, Nebraska. Right. You've probably never heard of Prague, Nebraska, I have, I'm right? Sorry to say, I have not. <laughs> but sounds lovely. Yes, it is, and they have high-speed internet. Perfect. What was your reaction like? You know, anytime you throw the whereas kind of language in there, it makes it seem official. So right, right. I imagine you had some, some local officials. You already talked about the media reaction. Yeah. Right? So you got your local officials and just your, your ordinary folks. What kind of reaction or what, what things did you hear as you started to, to roll us out in those communities? You know, the customers are really surprised, um, some of them. I mean, th th I should say they were surprised, but not really surprised because they a lot of our customers realize that they do have good internet, yeah. especially when the pandemic happened and they weren't having the trouble with video upload speeds and that sort of thing that right. they heard other people were talking about. Several customers have said to me that they would have um, video conferencing meetings and they would be the ones to ask to initiate those video conferencing because they knew that they had the best they internet. They handle it, yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, so in some respects, some people are not surprised, but then other times they're like, oh, I didn't know our internet was that good, you know? So it's good to educate your customers and especially the villages so they can really leverage that brand if they, you know, are seeking out a new developer to come sure. in or a new company to come in. Yeah. I mean, when you can attract new companies because you've got fiber internet with mm -hmm. good capable speed, you're doing good. Absolutely. Yeah. And have that kind of national standard to, to, to throw on there that it's not just our local telco telling us they do a good job. Here's a national organization right. tell us they're exactly. doing a good job. Very yep. cool. Well, um, I know you said you're, you're a one-person um, team. Um, so <laughs> what all? What do you have planned? What are some ways in the future that you see being able to leverage this? And what are some other things that you still want to do um, to keep celebrating and, and, and representing that brand? Well, definitely finishing out this year with the open houses, then going to a whole new set of towns next year with okay. these designations. And I would really like to start doing one-on-one -on -one meetings with the villages and the communities that have economic development departments to start getting our communities to possibly get the logo on their website ah, and okay. getting the economic development team to use the logo when they're applying for grants or mm -hmm. whatever it is. 
and and really leveraging the, the brand like we are. That would be my next goal. I also love um, the street signs where you've got to get with your um, your state highway patrol department right. to put the signs out on the road. Right. But I would love to do that. I think that's a really neat project. So I think so. Yeah, and that's smart too. Whenever you're a one person team, you got to call in. Uh, get help from other people to help tell your story. So it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing by getting that's, them to yep, do that. That's smart, the goal. <laughs> smart move. Yeah. Well, last question for you. Um, and I don't know where we are in the cycle. I know it's kind of an annual um, designation that NTCA does. Uh, what advice do you have for somebody who's thinking, you know, maybe the Smart Rural Community Program makes sense for us. We haven't done it before. It's been on my list. What advice do you have for somebody who's kind of on the fence thinking about it? Well, if you want to be a cool kid, you definitely need no, I'm kidding. Peer pressure works. Peer pressure is real. No, it, it really wasn't as tough to do the application and come up with what they needed to get the designation as I thought it would be going okay. in. So I wish I would have done it sooner, actually, than just last year. Um, but I, I, as a one-person marketing team, I just kind of kept putting it off yeah. because it was like one of those things that was on the to-do list, but sure. it's always on the back burner. I got one of those lists, too. But it yeah. really didn't take too much effort. Okay. I mean, you know, I had to put a little effort in, obviously, sure. but it wasn't. It's not like it used to be. It used to be you'd have to go interview customers right. and get stories and right. all these things that seemed a little overwhelming, sure. but not as much anymore. So Got it. I think that's good advice. Don't be scared of the process. So. Right. Great. She's Melissa Lanzarakis. I appreciate you for taking some Thank time you, to Andy. join me. Absolutely. I'm your host, Andy Johns, with Word South and the Pioneer once again. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Both companies are built to share your story. Our associate producer is Sarah Wooten. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.